section twenty eight of great epics in american history volume one all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by betty b great epics in american history volume one voyages of discovery and early explorations one thousand a d to sixteen eighty two by francis whiting halsey section twenty eight marquette's discovery of the mississippi sixteen seventy three marquette's own account i embarked with monsieur joliette who had been chosen to conduct this enterprise on the thirteenth may sixteen seventy three with five other frenchmen in two bark canoes we laid in some indian corn and smoked beef for our voyage we first took care however to draw from the indians all the information we could concerning the countries through which we designed to travel and drew up a map on which we marked down the rivers nations and points of the compass to guide us in our journey the first nation we came to was called the full avoan or the nation of wild oats i entered their river to visit them as i had preached among them some years before the wild oats from which they derive their name grow spontaneously in their country i acquainted them with my design of discovering other nations to preach to them the mysteries of our holy religion at which they were much surprised and said all they could to dissuade me from it they told me i would meet indians who spare no strangers and whom they kill without any provocation or mercy that the war they have one with the other would expose me to be taken by their warriors as they are constantly on the lookout to surprise their enemies that the great river was exceedingly dangerous and full of frightful monsters who devoured men and canoes together and that the heat was so great that it would positively cause our death i thanked them for their kind advice but told them i would not follow it as the salvation of a great many souls was concerned in our undertaking for whom i should be glad to lose my life i added that i defied their monsters and their information would oblige us to keep more upon our guard to avoid a surprise and having prayed with them and given them some instructions we set out for the bay of puan where our missionaries had been successful in converting them the next day being the tenth of june the two guides miamis embarked with us in sight of all the village who were astonished at our attempting so dangerous an expedition we were informed that at three leagues from the Maskutans we should find a river which runs into the mississippi and that we were to go to the west southwest to find it but there were so many marshes and lakes that if it had not been for our guides we could not have found it before embarking we all offered up prayers to the holy virgin which we continued to do every morning placing ourselves and the events of the journey under her protection and after having encouraged each other we got into our canoes the river upon which we embarked is called mesconson wisconsin the river is very wide but the sandbars make it very difficult to navigate which is increased by numerous islands covered with grapevines the country through which it flows is beautiful the groves are so dispersed in the prairies that it makes a noble prospect and the fruit of the trees shows a fertile soil these groves are full of walnut oak and other trees unknown to us in europe we saw neither game nor fish but roebuck and buffaloes in great numbers after having navigated thirty leagues we discovered some iron mines and one of our company who had seen such mines before said these were very rich in ore 
they are covered with about three feet of soil and situate near a chain of rocks whose base is covered with fine timber after having rowed ten leagues farther making forty leagues from the place where we had embarked we came into the mississippi on the seventeenth of june sixteen seventy three the mouth of the mesconson wisconsin is in about forty two and a half north latitude behold us then upon this celebrated river whose singularities i have attentively studied the mississippi takes its rise in several lakes in the north its channel is very narrow at the mouth of the wisconsin and runs south until it is affected by very high hills its current is slow because of its depth in sounding we found nineteen fathoms of water a little further on it widens nearly three-quarters of a league and the width continues to be more equal we slowly followed its course to the south and southeast to the forty-two degree north latitude here we perceived the country change its appearance there were scarcely any more woods or mountains the islands are covered with fine trees but we could not see any more roebucks buffaloes bustards and swans we met from time to time monstrous fish which struck so violently against our canoes that at first we took them to be large trees which threatened to upset us we saw also a hideous monster his head was like that of a tiger his nose was sharp and somewhat resembled a wildcat his beard was long his ears stood upright the color of his head was gray and his neck black he looked upon us for some time but as we came near him our oars frightened him away when we threw our nets into the water we caught an abundance of sturgeons and another kind of fish like our trout except that the eyes and nose are much smaller and they have near the nose a bone like a woman's busk three inches broad and a foot and a half long the end of which is flat and broad and when it leaps out of the water the weight of it throws it on its back having descended the river as far as forty one degrees twenty eight minutes we found that turkeys took the place of game and the pisichius that of other animals we called the pisichius wild buffaloes because they very much resemble our domestic oxen they are not so long but twice as large we shot one of them and it was as much as thirteen men could do to drag him from the place where he fell we continued to descend the river not knowing where we were going and having made a hundred leagues without seeing anything but wild beasts and birds and being on our guard we landed at night to make our fire and prepare our repast and then left the shore to anchor in the river while one of us watched by turns to prevent a surprise we went south and southwest until we found ourselves in about the latitude of forty degrees and some minutes having rowed more than sixty leagues since we entered the river we took leave of our guides about the end of june and embarked in presence of all the village who admired our birch canoes as they had never before seen anything like them we descended the river looking for another called pecatonony missouri which runs from the northwest into the mississippi as we were descending the river we saw high rocks with hideous monsters painted on them and upon which the bravest indians dare not look they are as large as a calf with head and horns like a goat their eyes red beard like a tiger's and a face like a man's their tails are so long that they pass over their beads and between their forelegs under their belly and ending like a fish's tail they are painted red green and black they are so well drawn that i cannot believe they were drawn by the indians 
and for what purpose they were made seems to me a great mystery as we fell down the river and while we were discoursing upon these monsters we heard a great rushing and bubbling of waters and small islands of floating trees coming from the mouth of the Pecatonone river missouri with such rapidity that we could not trust ourselves to go near it the water of this river is so muddy that we could not drink it it so discolors the mississippi as to make the navigation of it dangerous this river comes from the northwest and empties into the mississippi and on its banks are situated a number of indian villages we judged by the compass that the mississippi discharged itself into the gulf of mexico it would however have been more agreeable if it had discharged itself into the south sea or gulf of california having satisfied ourselves that the gulf of mexico was in latitude thirty one degrees forty minutes and that we could reach it in three or four days journey from the arkansas arkansas river and that the mississippi discharged itself into it and not to the eastward of the cape of florida nor into the california sea we resolved to return home we considered that the advantage of our travels would be altogether lost to our nation if we fell into the hands of the spaniards from whom we could expect no other treatment than death or slavery besides we saw that we were not prepared to resist the indians the allies of the europeans who continually infested the lower part of this river we therefore came to the conclusion to return and make a report to those who had sent us so that having rested another day we left the village of the arkansia on the seventeenth of july sixteen seventy three having followed the mississippi from the latitude forty two degrees to thirty four degrees and preached the gospel to the utmost of my power to the nations we visited we then ascended the mississippi with great difficulty against the current and left it in the latitude of thirty eight degrees north to enter another river illinois which took us to the lake of the illinois michigan which is a much shorter way than through the river mesconson wisconsin by which we entered the mississippi end of section twenty eight